Hello, and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering all those burning questions that they need answered. Uh, I'm Lancey McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are C.T. Andrews and Michael Aspen. Hey, everybody. Hello. Uh, so guys, I wanted to tell you, one of my author buddies um, listened to our podcast the other day, listened to one of our episodes, and she got back to me and told me she really liked it. Yay. I know, right? She liked, uh, she thinks we have a good dynamic, and um, she was complimentary towards both of you. She liked how you took the questions seriously and actually gave an in-depth, you know, well-thought-out answer when we when we tackled them. So, cool. yay. yay! So she's the one. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she said she was looking forward to listening to more of them. That's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention before we get started is that for our listeners who listen to this on a, on the podcast, to the audio version, um, <laughs> if you ever want a good laugh, you might check us out on YouTube because all three of us make very expressive facial, um, yeah. <laughs> what I'm losing the word. Facial expressions. Yes. Yeah. 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 Facial expressions and hand gestures. So sometimes it gets kind of fun. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. But you guys ready for the question of the day? Yeah. Let's, yes, let's please. All right. We're, we've been told we're going to be surprised by this one today. So I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to hear what it is. I know we know what they all are ahead of time, but I don't know which one it is. Yeah. We have our list, right? And you yeah. don't know which one we've plucked from the list. Right. Yeah. Or today you don't. Okay. Today's jewel of a, of a question is... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Do men think looks are as important as women think they do? Uh, so, as, rephrasing... So, important as, so she's saying, like, do men, do men value looks the same way women think men value looks? Yes. Right? So, okay. like, women apparently think men think looks are... The most important do men really think that way mm, gotcha. mm. Mm. well this is a scary one because what if the answer was yes <laughs> then what happens? Uh, show's over done yeah. i believe we would be introduced to cancel culture ct yeah <laughs> change my phone number and all that good stuff fortunately from my perspective the answer is most definitely no yeah. I'm not saying that looks aren't important, but I don't think that men do put as high a standard on looks as women do. I think women's beauty standards are just, what's the proper word? Y'all can help me out here. Let's brainstorm a word for just how unrealistic and uh, uh, nutty and crazy and unattainable stupefying oh. and unattainable I think that women's beauty standards are, yeah, uh, uh, set by other women. I, we, I want to clarify that point. Women's beauty standards set by other women. I don't know that all men follow that same thing. I think, I think, some. I think you need to revise that. Not yeah. just set by other women, because the fashion industry, the magazines, oh, yeah, yeah. the beauty, the cosmetic companies. Yep. And as we all know, the people at the top of those big companies are not women. True. Um, I think there, though, it's more profit driven, right? If we can tell women, if we can sell women an insecurity and then sell them a product to solve said insecurity, we'll make money. And yeah. uh, yes, so I do. agree with that. I just wanted to be cautious about saying as set by women. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That is a good point. The way it filters down from the top all the way down to street level yeah. Uh, however, as true as that is, um, presents um, presents standards that uh, I think come from the culture. It sort of bakes itself into the culture, and so yeah, it probably starts the top. And there, there's a lot of male CEOs and and you know males at the top who are creating all of this this uh insecurity in women but it does filter all the way down and once it becomes a conversation that you have at, at the street level it's just me the man and you the girl discussing our our 
standards. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. And and I just want to say one more thing before we actually get into your answers about that, you know, is I think there's also another difference in in between how men and women look at it and that, you know, women tend to be very detail oriented. So they're going to notice things maybe that men don't, and maybe that's part of it. Right. Mm. I've had some women be really mean because my skirt was the wrong length. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's there. Women are guilty of I think, it. I think though that is detail oriented with, with venom. Right. So I've got I've got a couple of perspectives here. Number one is um, I remember watching. I, I, this is an anecdote, so this is this is not scientifically based in any way, shape, or form. But it is kind of uh, an example of how most heterosexual men think. It said, "How is it men can wear the same clothes every day and women can't wear the same outfit twice?" And and the this guy responded, says, "That's on you. There isn't a single heterosexual male that gives a crap what." blouse you're wearing right and don't care if you wear the same clothes twice um which is fairly true um but uh i i used to be in the um business of selling clothes to men i used to work at a men's retail clothing store that sold suits and ties and shoes and dress shirts and so on and uh there was basically three groups of customers that came into that store. Somebody who needed fine clothing, because we didn't sell a whole lot of casual clothes. It was mostly, it was like men's warehouse. It was mostly suits and stuff. It wasn't men's warehouse, but it was similar to that. So it's people that came in that wanted to buy suits because they needed one. They had a funeral, they had a wedding, they got something or they changed size and now they got to buy a new suit. And they're not necessarily happy. They just want to get something that meets the basic minimum suit requirement or whatever and get out the door. Then you had the women that were coming in and shopping for their men who invariably would be returning a significant portion of what they bought because they take it home, their husband or significant other would try it on, not like it, and then bring it back. Uh, or it could be maybe their kids or something. They're buying it for their kids and bringing it back. And then the third was a very distinct person. And I'm not, I don't want to say, I don't want this to come across like they were gay, but these were guys that were very fashion conscious. They knew. They knew what went with what. They knew what a pocket square was for. They knew how to make sure the tie matched their shirt and their pocket square. They knew what color belt went with what color shoes and what color belt and shoes would be acceptable with what color suits. And they were very picky about the cut and the style and the size of the lapels and the types of collar. It, it reminded me a lot of, if you ever watched that television show, Frasier, those guys, Frazier and her and his brother Niles, were very particular about their clothes. They were very fashion conscious and they knew what to buy, what was in season, what was this year's style versus last year's style. They knew. They absolutely knew. And and you you would, you know, direct them to maybe a suit that had been on the rack for over a year, and they'd be like, oh no, 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 no. Those lapels are too wide and the cut's wrong. I want something that, I mean, and, and they they would order out of the catalogs and get fitted and come in and get alterations done. And these guys knew everything about how to dress appropriately. And um, they were picky and particular and detail oriented. And that's, so they would they would often make snide comments about people that weren't dressed properly. But I don't know that they were as venomous about it as I've seen women be about how they're dressed, right? You know, I'd be curious. As a general rule, yeah. I'd be curious to know what percentage of your client was that fit that description. Oh, it was small. <laughs> yeah, it was a small percentage. I'd say, I'd say if 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 uh, the bulk of the people were the women and the guys coming in to buy a suit, it was probably only about ten or twenty percent that actually knew what the heck they were talking about. So based on that, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, so based on that, you're based on your experience, your anecdotal experience, most men didn't really care that much about dressing themselves. Do you think that same thing applies to how the women around them are dressed? They don't really care. I don't know. I didn't. I'm just bringing it back around to our question. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I so the last anecdotal piece that I can bring to it is I did watch the movie The Devil Wears Prada, where style and fashion was 
brought forth as a valuable concept for society. Now, I don't particularly believe that's important. I think that's a fairly shallow take. Um, that's just me. Um, but they did make a case that it does have value. And uh, I think I think that for me to project my belief system and make it where other people don't consider it valuable, like you can't consider that valuable because I don't consider that valuable. Well, that's kind of a selfish attitude. So if, if people do consider it valuable, fine, right? There's And there's entire industries that are ancillary to fashion, like red carpet shows and what not to wear television show. And I mean, there's so much that's around style and fashion. Every, excuse me, every home makeover show is about style and fashion. But in this case, it's for your room instead of your clothing that you wear. So yeah. I think, I think that, I think that in general, the, the people that tend to care about it more from what I've seen have been women. They care more about properly decorating their home or properly stylizing their clothes. Um, and I, and I know most of the guys that I know, the ones that do care, they'll dress very nicely and they'll appreciate certain clothes on a woman, but they don't, they're, but most of them. They're like, look, I've got, I've got my, I've got my dress slacks. I've got my dress shirt. I've got my tie. I'm done. Right. I don't need to make sure that they're coordinated every day with a vest and a, you know, the appropriate ascot or whatever, you know, it just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, kind of interesting. I mean, I think that there is, I've heard guys talk about other men's fashion. I mean, I know that the question is really, do we look at beauty uh as important as women think we do but if we're you know to, to to carry on what michael was saying when it comes to fashion which i guess applies to beauty i've heard guys talk about other men's fashion before and it's always with like let me give you a story i i had a buddy of mine uh tell me one time uh, we were talking about this uh third third member of our group and it was brought up that he shaves the back of his neck. Like he shaves the hair on the back of his neck with a razor and makes his neck look, you know, nice and clean. And I didn't necessarily do that. And so it was brought to my attention in a way that was like, hey, man, you know, you should shave the, the neck, the hair on the back of your back of your neck. And I've done it ever since. This was 20 years ago. And yeah. every time I shave my face or whatever else, I make sure to shave the back, you know, the side of the neck, get the hair off. And that's kind of the way men approach each other, at least in my experience, when it comes to beauty tips and being able to reference other people's, you know, level of beauty, or in this case, handsomeness. Dare I say beauty? It's handsomeness, even though it all applies. Well, um, I don't know if women are like that. I don't know. I think share did beauty. Did you make but, that change to be more attractive to the opposite sex or did you make that change because the guys told you to and, or was it, they told you to because you were trying to be more attractive to the opposite sex? That's a great question. I did it because I realized he was right. And I, you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't like a, a werewolf, you know, I didn't have like hair all grown out, but I noticed uh, he was right. And I, the reason I did it was because I think that women would find it more attractive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I just do. But yeah. if that's the extent to which I'll go to be more attractive to women, I think women's beauty standards are a little higher than mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I do when wonder, I do wonder what the motivating factor is for women to dress in uh, talking about beauty standards again and why they're set differently or appear to be set differently. I think, I think guys will go through a lot of beauty regimen in an effort to attract females or uh people they're interested in having sex with let's put it that way it doesn't have to just be women it can be whatever they're interested in but they'll go through a lot of things to do that and then once they achieve that they're like okay well now i don't need to worry about that anymore right i've got the wife or i've got the boyfriend or whatever and i don't know that women do it for the same reason like i don't know that women are dressing attractively or working on their appearance to get men uh i don't know i don't know because i'm not a woman but i'm curious if they do i'm curious if it's for the same reasons i i would have to say no 
they it's not for the same reason. Now, I think to a certain degree, women want to attract men the way men want to attract women. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But women do things when they take their beauty too far. And mm. this is common perception. Guys, we all we all know we don't like women who wear too much makeup and or they're 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 fashion trends like the fake eyelashes and the you know um the hair weaves and the there's so many little bitty things that women do to increase their beauty that men don't think is beautiful. And so it's like, yeah, I, I think I think there re, there comes a point where yes, they're not doing it for men anymore. They're doing it for I don't know, uh, society, trends, what's new, what's popular, you know, what they're doing on, you know, I don't know, YouTube, these YouTube influencers, these beauty influencers or whatever else. There is such a thing as too much beautification. And I think it begins to detract from a woman's beauty. And I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of guys feel that way. Yeah, there are a lot of times where, and and this might be the the caption for the way most guys feel i find you attractive in spite of the beautification you've done <laughs> right yeah. like i have to i have to work through a lot of stuff to get to the point where i see you and yeah. and that stuff is there but it it's not what attracted me to you and yeah. and and i think i think the distilled answer is no we don't look at it the same way you do i don't I, we don't we don't have that same I don't want to say shallow because it's not really shallow. We don't have the same um, priorities on, on what we're looking for. Right. Um, it, I mean, when, if you want to, if you want to get into, if you want to get into more, let's talk about like body status. Right. I know so many women that are so hung up on things like the size of their breasts or the, the muffin top or the way their thighs look whenever they sit. And guys are looking at him going, I, I like that. I like that. I like you. I like what I'm seeing. And they're like, Oh, I'm just disgusting. You know, my blah, 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 blah. And they insert whatever things they're running down about their physical appearance. And I I remember there was a, a Reddit post where this guy was talking about how he feels like he's so ugly. And, and, and he said he wanted to work on himself. And my first thing I told him when I replied in a comment was, dude, there is an ass for every seat. There is somebody that's going to find you attractive guarantee it don't know who it is but they're out there and you just got to find them um and that's a numbers game so i don't think that i am a particularly good looking person i it doesn't matter what the rest of the world thinks when i look in the mirror i'm like oh you are a chubby ugly son of a bitch but my wife says i'm really attractive so i found my uh well i'm not going to use that analogy for that but i found my person that thinks that I'm attractive and your ass, Michael. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so, um, but, and I find her attractive and she often talks about things she doesn't like about herself. And I look at her when she's sitting there watching a movie or when she's concentrating on work and she's got that little crinkle above her eyes where she's concentrating, you know, and I'm like, Oh, she's so damn cute. And, yeah. and she doesn't see it. She doesn't see herself that way. So, um, so that's the first thing about that is there is somebody that's going to find you attractive, regardless of what you look yeah. like. Yeah. Right? I, you know, so. along, along those same lines, I have had, I've dated a lot of girls, a lot of women. I mean, I've just had the time span in, of being single to have the opportunity to date a lot of women, but I've only had a handful of actual long-term girlfriends that I would be with for a number of months or even years. And none of them were what you might call prototypically beautiful. None of them were really hot mamas, you know? None of them were like the athletic gym bunny or the magazine cover hottie or, you know, even the Instagram, even the Instagram model. And none of them fit that mold. They were all, you know, uh, what one might consider to be an average, normal, everyday girl that you know, um, can carry on a conversation, have a sense of humor, be expressive and laugh at my stuff. These are the attractive things that I find attractive. And I'm going to tell you, after being with any, any one of these girls for a number of weeks or months, and then we get, you know, naked and intimate. And 
Woo, throw down the throw down the jigginess. There's no one I found more beautiful. I mean, I I wanted to see these girls naked. Like I would want to like just going through my day at work or driving to the grocery store. I'd be like, man, I wish I could find. Yeah, I wish I could see her naked tonight. You know, I got to wait till Wednesday. Come on, you know. And <laughs> when yeah. when does you know, when does that sentiment play a part of what you yeah. find beautiful? You because know, I, I I think it must. You know, I want to point out we we might sound like we're being hypocritical here because we have said multiple times in previous episodes that men can't not look right? Like we are visually driven. And so when we see what we consider to be an attractive person, we will like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Don't look, yeah. don't, don't stop it. <laughs> you know, and you just keep looking and, uh, and that makes it come across that men do have like hold a visual or hold a beauty standard that is similar to what women think we have, but that's not what's going on there. Right. That, the, the the important distinction is, is that oftentimes that is not necessarily looking at the person who is super fit and made up. It could be, it, it more, it more likely is you just saw somebody that is a physical type that you find attractive. And that may or may not be what you think we should be looking at. Right. And so, yeah, anyway, go ahead, go ahead, Nancy. You had your hand the raised. other thing I want to add to that. I, I loved how you, how you wrap that up because it was perfect. Um, but the other thing I want to add to that is I'm pretty sure that our audience, if they have listened to our podcast, they know that you guys aren't real picky that you just like women. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, okay. Well, yeah, I'm well, so glad. I'm glad you said that because yeah. <laughs> I think you're, you're describing Michael and myself specifically but in general i think that describes most men yeah. most men out there you know we were not i i think i what gets confused a lot is beauty when it comes to attraction and beauty when it comes to a relationship like we do michael's right we do talk about that oh that 10 and i hate putting numbers on beauty i just hate yeah. it it seems to be the going thing how would you rate me um but you know we do like sitting in the grocery store man and it does turn our heads and we are all like oh my gosh that's hot but that is we're not we're not idiots man we know that the woman we fall in love with because it's probably going to be a real flesh and blood experienced seasoned woman of a certain mold and a certain make and a certain age and whatever else and and when we're talking about that materialistic, culture-driven beauty standard, there goes the ten right out the window. We're not even—we're not looking for that. That's—that's that's crazy to even think about, you know. So, I, you know, this just bolsters my no. Yeah, <laughs> our beauty standards are not as high as women think they are. Go ahead, Michael. You're no, trying to. Well I wanted to jump back to something you were saying a minute ago, because I, I feel like I kind of steamrolled over it and I don't want to lose sight of this is when does the conversation happen about the, the parts of the person that are not physical, the intelligence yeah. and the sense of humor and the ability to hold a conversation. And, and I've said it before and I will say it again. If I start talking to you and you are the type of person that I can hold a conversation with and is intelligent and can say more than two words without going, um, and, is is capable of engaging me mentally and spiritually and everything you're going to rise on that stupid number scale very quickly right yeah. you you might enter the conversation as like a three or a four but you're going to end up at like a seven or eight and some woman that physically hits every physical criteria and as soon as she opens her mouth she's like so um i was uh going to the store and i don't know why i'm like okay we're probably dropping like a stone there, right? Because you just feel like there's a vacuum inside that head and you can't engage with. Huh. And yeah. Yeah. and and you and you drop down. So yeah, you're really pretty, but you know, just yeah. stop talking. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it reminds me of a story that happened to me just the other day. Uh at the gym where I tend to see the the highest amount of human beings walk past me. Right. Uh, there's the girl and she's, Oh my, my goodness. If we, ha if we're using the scale, I mean, she's pretty close to a 10 y'all. She's, yeah. she's way up 
and we have a pretty good rapport and everything else. But the other day, she disappointed me so badly, man, because she was leaving and she was like, bye. And I said, see ya. And she goes, I'm going to go get lit tonight and left. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're going to go get lit? Okay. Well, you know, and that just says so much about it. It's, oh, I was a little taken aback. And a little disappointed, but it goes right along with what Michael's saying, man. You know, that stupid scale considers only one thing and one thing only, and that is looks, looks, right. looks. And you have to, you have to, you know, fit a certain criteria to increase your number on the scale. Ladies, do you really want to live that way? That's utterly insane. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't consider sense of humor. It doesn't consider ambition. It doesn't consider... Uh, communication, all of the really important things that, like I said, she doesn't have to be beautiful, but I'm still going to want to see her naked if she talks to me, you know, if she right. gives me the time of day, if she like, you, you know, know, that's funny too. Um, I remember there was a girl in high school that I had looked over, uh, like I, I'd seen her and I was like, yeah, she's fine. And then I found out later that she liked me. Like yeah. she liked me a lot. And then all of a sudden I, I was, I like took a closer look and I was like, Oh wow, you're actually a really pretty person. You just are not wearing, you know, you're wearing baggy clothes or your hair's greasy or whatever. And I, and then I, I got to know her and we didn't actually end up, we didn't actually end up dating because I was the idiot in this case, um, very young and stupid, but I could have dated her. And I, and I, and looking back, I wish I had because she was really a, a pretty person. Like once I got to know her, everything about her was just a really genuine, nice person. And man, in, in today's world where snark and cynicism and jealousy and anger is so prevalent to find a genuinely nice person is a rare thing. It's and to find, and, huh? It's a and attract yeah and attractive and and she was more attractive to me after i found out that she liked me it was just like oh you like me and wow that really raises your rank in my opinion you know um, how so not yeah off, michael but before we move on to the next point if, yeah, I no, go could, ahead. if i could go back to high school do you know how many girlfriends i would have had it oh. would, it would be outlandish not because they liked me but because on second glance man these were like very dateable girls. They were very like go out with, go up to approach, talk to girls, you know, and you just kind of overlook them. Man, college is the same way. I mean, if I yeah. could go back, you know how many women I would, I would date if I could go back that I didn't date. You know, I think <sighs> the thing that would keep me from going back in time and being able to date all these people is still me because I'm still the self-conscious low self-esteem person that I have been. Um, I would, I would think I would have better luck because I would know that it's not the end of the world when they say no, but man, that that's the, whenever the issue is internal for you, it's a difficult thing to overcome, but that is not the topic of today's episode. We can happily talk about that in another one. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw in here. Um, <clears throat> my husband and I have worked together for many years. We helped start a business together and, um, and I've worked for him on and off throughout the years, you know, sometimes I go off and do my own thing with another company, but what you guys are talking about, I have found the same thing to be true with him. He'll come home and he'll talk about some client and this so-and-so employee, and she's just so cute and just, you know, you know, she's a pretty girl and, and he'll say it multiple times. And then when I finally meet her, you know, this, this person, when, it, when I go to that client's office and I'll look at her and I'll be like, well, she's okay, but she's really nice, right? And so yeah. his gauge of how he measured how attractive a person was didn't always have anything to do with how she looked. And it was more how she behaved, how she treated other people. And he did that. And then there were occasions he would come home and say, man, that one, she is ugly. And then I'd meet her. I'm like, yeah, she's not ugly. <laughs> but her attitude was, right? Right. Yeah. 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 That's the way it goes. I mean, we put so much stock in beauty for some reason, in physical beauty for some reason. And it's, I don't know. I, I think that sort of tends to distort uh, perceptions of, of, you know, people there, in personal. Well, 
think there about a... the little kids. Do you want to go, go first, Michael? No, go go ahead. You can finish yours, and I'll, I was going to give an example of that happening to me twice in my life, where yeah, I was the just physical like... was betrayed by the person underneath. Go ahead. I was just thinking, think about when you're little kids and you're first start, start learning about life and how things work. And you've got these Barbie dolls that have, if, if you made those measurements into a real person, it wouldn't even be a real person. Right. Right. And then, you know, the, the, the movies, everybody's very super handsome and stuff. So these kind of um, expectations get set and you're constantly from the time you're a little bitty kid trying to meet these unrealistic and unattainable like you said at the beginning expectations they're just you're never going to do it yeah so when i was young because i'm an old person now um there was a uh i don't even know if this magazine is still around there was a uh a, a magazine called sports illustrated and every year they came out with their swimsuit issue and the cover model for that was news like you would see a bunch of news stations cover say this is this year's sports illustrated swimsuit model cover model and one year it was the beguiling attractively beguilingly attractive kathy ireland who if you go and look at pictures of kathy ireland she just is a very appealing looking person she has a very much a girl next door huh like 1988 something like that i would prefer not to give the date as it will <laughs> seal in how old i am but okay. yes it was something like that yeah um and i like most young men subscribed to get or went to the newsstand to buy the uh swimsuit one uh swimsuit edition and um got the one with kathy ireland and was enthralled by her based on physical attractiveness and then I saw an interview with her and oh my God, it yeah. was, it was like talking into uh, just an empty shell. She just, she could not carry a thought. Every, she couldn't connect two thoughts together. Just, I mean, then, then I just, I was, I just could not look at her the same way. And um, yeah. So anyway, and then one time I was, I was surfing through, this is a more recent thing. Um, I was surfing through Reddit and I saw a model by the name of Bo Bera, who is a redheaded woman that looks a lot like Merida from um, Brave. Brave. Yeah, the movie Brave. She's got very curly, big red hair, which is always very attractive to me. And I was like, wow, she's really pretty. And then she has a YouTube channel. And so I went to her YouTube channel just to check out and see. <laughs> she was going to the store. She No, she was going to the to the post office so I'm going to the post office because, well, I don't know why. And I, and, and that was it. I was like, there was like 20 seconds into a video. I'm like, wow, I'm done with you. I'm like, the only reason you go to the post office is either pick up mail, deliver mail, like send it out, or you're getting postage to send mail later. Right. That's it. That's the only reason you go. I was like, you couldn't figure out from those three options, which one you're doing. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was it. I just, I was so here's somebody who met a lot of physical characteristics that I find very attractive, very curly red hair, pale skin, and 20 seconds into a YouTube video and she had all of that evaporated away. I'm like, wow, I don't want to. Yeah. You, you, you have to, you have, you have to think about it. Our, our, that's why our beauty standards are so warped today yeah. compared to our uh, other elements of beauty standards you know what i mean because we interface with pictures that yeah. just put the world's best looking people on them that, that yeah. and that's all we have to go on so how and, do we how do we make ourselves like that and the outside of physical beauty but we, then, know, we don't not only we, that but the the apps themselves which are real people oftentimes they're going through and they're very carefully cultivating the image that's put into those apps so that you only see specific angles and so on yeah yeah absolutely and then you get into even paint brushing or, or photoshopping with the paint yeah, brush. airbrushing and stuff like that yeah yeah airbrushing that's what i'm trying to say airbrushing and everything uh but that's all we interface with and no longer are we you know uh trying to understand what's beneath the surface anymore it's all just straight up beauty in your face and i mean it's 
it goes way beyond sports illustrated i mean it goes yeah, it's, yeah. it's on it you know it's in other magazines too and uh websites and online and you know things of that things of that nature and so that's no wonder we're all so screwed up when it comes to you know beauty versus security personal security and while we're all so insecure you know i say we're all because to one degree or another, or, 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 or another we are but women specifically young women you know it's no wonder they're all so insecure about their beauty standards you know and, it's and you know i do wonder how how much the dating world has really changed for young people i was reading again on reddit i spent a significant amount of time on reddit um, but they were, there was an article that was talking about how young people aren't having as much sex today as previous generations. It was a study that was done by some, uh, magazine and some, re well, I should say the magazine was reporting some research done by some research, some like sociologists and, and the people in the comments were like, have you tried dating today? It's, it's so freaking difficult. It, it's disheartening. It just wears you out. And, and I do wonder how much of that is related to things like you were just talking about CT, like there's, it's, everything is so superficial. Now it's really hard to get into a deeper conversation. You're not meeting people, you're meeting images. Right. And that's, that's so much harder to dive into what they, what they're really like. So it makes me wonder, like, if you guys like say you were in a dating situation and you've gone out with this woman and you finally get to the point where you take her home or whatever and then she takes off you know the wig and the eyelashes and the body contouring stuff that she has underneath and maybe the bra with the extra padding and all that like what, what would be your reaction yeah no i've i've experienced this I've, I've had this <laughs> so we have firsthand accounts yeah, you know, you can't be surprised. Is it's all you know. You you go into it, and the 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 degree to which her image changes, um, you just you have to expect there to be a little bit of a margin there between what she presents at the social place and what you see get you know unveiled, so to speak, in the personal space. You know. Um, and that's, again, that's why I, I think that some of these standards are just, they, they become ugly. They, they start to detract from them, like the eyelashes and like the stuffed in the, the stuffed bras and the, you know, things of that nature. Because if, if, if she and I, whoever she might be, ultimately get down to what this approach is about which is she and me in bed having sex right at some point i'm going to find the truth i'm going to discover the truth this is why you know this is why you should never say you're six foot tall when you're five foot six you know on dating apps and things like because they're gonna figure it out yeah. one way or the other. you're gonna see it firsthand so yeah it's uh yeah that don't don't do that um, but to I answer your question yeah you sort of have to not be surprised by it I am, I often am, you, you get an eye, if you've been around long enough, you get an eye for noticing that women are made up in a way that might be disingenuous. Not always is that the case that they're disingenuous, but there's tricks that women use to change their body shape. And obviously makeup is pretty, as a pretty obvious thing you can see. Um, and Wigs are a little harder for me to tell or extensions, hair extensions, stuff like that. But um, typically if, if you've known them for any length of time uh, and their hair has changed significantly, like all of a sudden it's grown like six inches over a week, it's pretty good, pretty good bet that that's not her natural hair you're seeing. Yeah. But um, anyway, you start, you start to get an eye and I typically am not attracted to those people, right? Like, you you just you just feel like they're being disingenuous just their their image just feels disingenuous yeah i don't want to be with disingenuous people now there are one i think one thing we've been kind of dancing around with this episode is is people being shallow there are shallow people there are there they're just shallow people period and there are people that will find um the surface good enough right whatever you or or bad enough right 
So they don't want to dive deep. They are shallow. They, they want, if you're, if you're going bald, the women will be like, I don't care. You're going bald. You have, that's one of the criteria. I want a guy with hair. You're out. That's a shallow move. That's a very shallow move. Same on the other way, right? Oh, you don't have big enough boobs. You're out. You shallow move. That's a shallow move. And there are shallow people. Um, and I've seen, I've seen shallow. I, one of my friends, it's a, it's a woman I know she's very shallow. She, she, she admits it. She says, I'm very shallow. Look, looks are very important to me. And if you don't fit into what I consider to be an attractive person, I don't want to date you. I don't care how much we would connect on other levels. And I'm like, that's very shallow. She goes, Oh, I know, I know, but it's just the way I am. Mm -hmm. And so there are shallow people, but, uh, not always is the shallowness for the same reasons, right? Like, um, like, so I I feel like for women, shallowness is more about like how you're dressed and how tall you are and stuff like that. But for men, it, it's more like, (laughs) are you, are you easy? (laughs) Right. I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel like it's the same criteria. And that may be just because I'm on the inside of the, the man's side of the equation and I can't see it clearly from both both sides but it doesn't feel like it's the same criteria on both sides of that yeah. maybe i'm wrong i don't know but I mean, there's a lot of shallow people there. i mean they, they, maybe the beauty standard actually weeds those people out you know what i mean because um uh if they're attracted to beauty let them be attracted to beauty um and if you're ultimately going to discover that and you can weed them out you know so, in so many ways but going back to what you said about having the eye get you yeah. develop an eye for it <laughs> this is what i do when i meet a, a girl you know and usually it's either at a club or a restaurant or a bar or whatever and by club i don't mean the i don't like those i like you know clubs or people are where they can play pool and they can talk and there there's a live band or whatever and you can dance that sounds more like a bar what's that that just sounds more like a bar. Yeah, like a bar, like a like a dive bar or like yeah. a, a a music hall, you know, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, I look at the eyebrows. I think the eyebrows are the hardest thing to make look genuine with makeup. Like mm. you can you can do the eyelashes, you can put lipstick on. Lipstick, you know, you red lips are unattractive to begin with, but they're not na- they're not trying to make their lips look natural. Women try to make their eyebrows look natural with makeup and you can tell. And if it doesn't look natural or if it looks a little too overdone or whatever, that, I don't know, it's kind of a ding. <laughs> it's kind That's of a, interesting. You know, uh, so always look at the eyebrows. How natural are the eyebrows? Now they can be plucked and sculpted and everything, but if they're painted and they've got powder coming off of them or worse, just a, thin little pencil stripe um beware be very aware aware my friends which is why this is a philosophy of mine when i when i approach a table let's say it's got four women there's four women at this table and i don't know what the situation is maybe i've talked to them before maybe i'm just making my approach or whatever i never go for the prettiest one the oh the the they all have their own sense of beauty and you can put them on a scale well she's at the bottom those two are in the middle. She's definitely at the top. I never go for the one at the top. I always sort of, when it comes to having conversation, you make eye contact with them, you know, and the one that you settle on with eye contact is the one that you're letting know, Hey, I'm here because you're here. And it's never the prettiest one because I don't trust it. I don't, I just don't trust too much beautification or beautification really at all. There, you know, there was a big movement. Remember this, the natural look, Mm-hmm. It was all about the natural look, finding beauty in the natural look. I really appreciated that. And I wonder where it went. I wonder yeah. where it went. It still exists, kind of swimming around underneath the surface. Because if they have the natural look, that's the probably the one I'm going to go for first. You know, I think it disappeared with uh, Instagram filters. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's that. You just opened up a can of worms. Yeah, we don't have time to go there. <laughs> I want to, there's one other thought that I've been kind of rattling around my head and I don't know that it is pertinent or not, but I'm going to toss it out there. Um, I remember I worked, I worked at a call center at one point in my life 
And the call center was staffed almost exclusively with young people. Uh, and I myself was still relatively young at the time. Um, I think I was 24. And most of the people that worked there were between the ages of like 18 and 25, right? So we had a very, I, not most, I mean, like 90%, right? Or they were retired and they were just doing this as a part-time gig to get some extra money while they're, you know, wait, you know, just they, they've retired from a big career and they're waiting to die. So they just were getting some money. So anyway, um, now that I'm at that age, I don't feel that's nearly as appropriate, but <laughs> at the time, that's the way it felt. But I remember there was two women in my row that sat uh, a couple seats down for me and they were very good friends and they were very friendly and very nice. And I talked to both of them and they were as different physically as you could be. One was very short. She had um, she was very, she had a very full figure. She wasn't overweight or anything, but she had like large breasts and wider hips and she had dark hair and her face was, um, had a little bit of splotchiness to it. Like a lot of times our shifts started sometimes at six in the morning and you, man, there were times when you're like, look, I'm just going into work. I don't have to look nice. There was no dress code. So people showed up and they were just like scrubbed face clean and their hair is on a ponytail. And so you got to see a lot of uh natural look there and so she had some like splotchiness to her skin that when she would come in later in the day when she had time to do her makeup you wouldn't see it so you could tell that it was like her natural skin versus what the makeup could conceal and then the other woman that worked in the row was taller she was blonde um she also came in early and oftentimes would come in scrubbed clean but whenever she wore makeup and didn't wear makeup you could barely tell like the makeup didn't make that much of a difference she was slender she had smaller breasts and not nearly as much curve, right? Her waist didn't go in and her hips didn't stick out as far. And I remember looking at both of them and thinking they were both really, really attractive. They were both really attractive in their own way. Um, and I, you know, I would play that little game in my head, which one would you date? Right. And I could never land on one or the other. I would always, always going back and forth. And they were both really nice. They were a lot of fun to talk to and you had really great conversations. So, I mean, they had, they had so many things equal to them aside from their physical appearance. And yet they both were really attractive people. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people with like one physical attribute, look at somebody who has the opposite physical attribute and they wish they had it. Like somebody who has really large breasts thinks, well, I can't wear this type of dress or this type of clothes. And I wish I could and vice versa. I know my wife often complains that she doesn't have enough uh, breasts to wear dresses that require a large breast to make it work. There are dresses that you have to have a large bosom to make the dress fill out properly. And she gets very frustrated by that because she loves the dress, but she can't wear it. And so the, the, the reality is for me anyway, the it didn't matter right i i would have enjoyed dating either one of them uh i didn't date either one of them because again you know stupid but um but i would have enjoyed dating either one of them and it and it had so little to do with how they looked physically and more just to do with they were really nice people and so anyway i just i wanted to i just want to throw that out there that i think there's so many times where um where it's, you just, you're envious of what you don't have and you try to have what you don't have and just be, yeah. but you yeah, got guys, really amazing guys, stuff. We, guys do have a body type. You ask a guy, what's your body type? And they'll give you a description of what their body type is. So they definitely do have a body type until something else comes along. Yeah. 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 You know? and That's then, really true. That's hey, really true. Yeah. So are you guys ready to uh, give your, final thoughts on this topic sure yeah i mean why not i don't know there's so much more to say but i think the point is i, I going back to the original question and the way it was phrased i i i do think that women believe how, how do i how do you phrase that we had a hard time phrasing it earlier um no men's beauty standards are not as high as women seem to think they are for men I don't think they are. I think we're much more satisfied and fulfilled and happy with beauty standards that are, you know, really not as high as women think they should be or 
think they are. Yeah. So, you know, give me a little bit of personality. That's what I want. You know, give me a girl that laughs at my jokes and isn't afraid to break the touch barrier, you know, and like wants, wants to be with me, you know, and, and God, I mean, at that point, it's almost, I don't care what she looks like, you know, to a point. It's like, I really don't. Yeah. You know, I'm having fun with her and she likes to get naked with me. So, okay. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think that um, men, men are deeper than I, I think a lot of people give them credit for. Um, I remember watching the movie Rocky and there's a great line where um, he's dating Adrian. I think that's her name. God, I'm going to fuck that up. I'm sure. And, Adrian. and, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, Adrian. So he's he's dating Adrian, and Adrian's brother, or brother, who is uh, Rocky's friend, asks him, you know, why? Why did you pick oh. my sister? Because she's so unattractive, according to him. And and he said something along. I'm going to paraphrase. It says like it's like she's got holes, and I got holes, and when we're together, we fill each other's holes, right? And that sounds kind of sexual and dirty, but the point being is that. Um, physical attractiveness is such it's it's a part of the equation but there's so much more there and that compatibility across your personality and your interests and so on is a huge part of that you're just you, and and it's all about that you know we we get we have fun together we enjoy being around each other and she likes to get naked with me so that's a win-win-win <laughs> so yeah that's great. That's a great answer. <clears throat> okay. Well then, uh, I think that concludes this episode of writing guys. Um, if you have a question that you would like answered about how men think visit writingguys.net and click the button to ask us a question. Uh, it's a really short form that pops up. You just enter the question. You don't even have to leave your name if you don't want to, um, or you can, and we'll be happy to mention it on the show. If you'd like, let us know. Yep. Um, and then be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the Writing Guys podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And let your friends know about us because we'd love to get their questions too. All right. Cool. We'll see you next Thanks. time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.